Chris Jericho calls one of the championships in All Elite Wrestling meaningless. We talk about that next on the Squared Circle Psycho Babble. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, on a Q&A this past Saturday, Chris Jericho was asked about stuff that happened in WWE, and he talked about how they have way too many titles, and also said that the FTW Championship in All Elite Wrestling is meaningless. What do you think about the comments and what exactly makes a title meaningful or meaningless? Well, I think that I certainly have to agree with him in the fact that there are far too many titles in WWE. Uh, That's something that's been discussed for quite some time now. The best examples that you can probably point to for that, some people are into the 24-7 championship. I think that's really meant to be more of a comedic thing. So if you're into it, that's fine. But most people would probably point to that and kind of say, you know, well, What's the point of that championship? It's not necessarily that prestigious. It's not the best title. Uh, The other one I would say is the women's tag team championships, which unfortunately to this point, it seems like there was a lot of push for that. A lot of people wanted to see that. And Bailey and Sasha Banks, while they're both very good in their role, it's not necessarily like they're able to defend those titles on a consistent basis or like there's anybody that's even a legitimate threat to them. So uh, I have to agree with him in the sense that I think there is far too many titles. I think that he's really kind of doing a disservice to AEW by pointing this out and saying that the title is uh, more or less meaningless because he's kind of undermining what they're trying to accomplish with Brian Cage. Yes, right now, I think that most people would point to that and say it's not a title that he's trying to defend, but it's just kind of more or less, it's it's like a prop. It's something that gives him bragging rights. If he goes out there and says, that he's the FTW champion. Granted, he may not be able to actually go out there and defend that title, but is that really any different than the BMF title in UFC? You know, that was really just used as a prop for promoting a fight between Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal, and they're both two big stars. So it's just kind of like one of those things that's a little added something to add to storylines and brag about. And by doing that, by knocking it, it kind of diminishes Brian Cage a little bit, in my opinion. See, the thing with the FTW championship is the same thing that we saw with the million dollar championship. They're exactly the same thing. They want to give someone clout or pad their resume without actually giving him the top championships. So Ted DiBiase never won the WWF championship. Yes, he bought it from Andre the Giant and then it was vacated. But to the WWE records, he was never WWE champion. So they create this million dollar championship. And then the FTW championship basically was created because Taz could not get the ECW championship. So like Brian Cage becomes the FTW champion without actually having to win anything because he's not getting the AEW championship. That to me should already tell you that it's meaningless. Like we're just going to give him a pat on the back just because he's there knowing that he's not going to win the AEW championship. So I agree with Jericho in saying that the FTW championship is meaningless. And honestly, has he even defended this title? I mean, I think there was one time on dark where he defended against Brian Pillman Jr. Other than that, has he really even done anything with it? And yes, it's a small sample size. I get that. It's three months, but still. I mean, I mean, really, at the end of the day, if we really wanted to peel all the layers back, aren't all of these titles really kind of meaningless when it comes down to it? It's not like they're actually going out there and competing against each other. It's like you're yes. building storylines around these these titles so that way they are prestigious. And I don't say that as a knock. I just say it to kind of keep things in perspective here. So who's to say that, you know, the heavyweight championship is any more meaningful than the FTW championship if 
you know, the guy that's going to carry the title can't make it. In my opinion, there's two things that really make a title, whether it's, uh, you know, the FTW title or a heavyweight championship title. That's the character and the creative. So you can build storylines around uh, a belt that is not supposed to necessarily be like your heavyweight championship, the most prestigious thing. But for somebody like the Million Dollar Man, obviously that was a, a prop or something that was incorporated into his gimmick and he was able to go out there and talk about it and it helped establish him as this character. Um, now, on the other hand, in the same exact championship, that wasn't necessarily the case with the ringmaster. So before Steve Austin was Stone Cold Steve Austin, he was actually given that title. He was bringing it out to the ring and that was before he had won, I think, at, at that time. Certainly before he was Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I don't think he was the Intercontinental Champion or anything before that. Nope. So this was really something to add to him, like you said, to get him some extra attention. It was used as a prop to get people talking about him, add a little extra something so that way people would acknowledge him or draw attention to him. So even though these titles, you know, you have your heavyweight championships that's supposed to be prestigious, your Intercontinental Championship, your whatever championship title, right? It's to me the character or the guy that's going to make the title or the story surrounding it that's going to make it too. Because obviously we've had situations where, you know, one guy has the legitimate title and another guy has more or less the fake title. That was the case with CM Punk and John Cena. That was the case with Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels. And both of those times, you know, the meaningless title or the title that actually meant something, and it was incorporated into the storyline and it made for a cool moment. So it's up to the characters and it's up to the creative to make it meaningful and to have people buy into it, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that aspect. And I, I relate this to WWE and the brand split. One of the reasons why I absolutely hate the brand split, whether it was back in the Ruthless Aggression era or today, is because it really dilutes the championships. Like we have the WWE champion who's supposed to be the top of the brand and the representative of WWE. But because it's only on Raw, we need to have a top champion on SmackDown. So we have the Universal Championship. And really, I mean, yes, the Universal Championship has a very bad history and it's very small tenure as a title. But like, I never really took the Universal title seriously because it's not a top championship unless Brock Lesnar has it. So it's one of those cases where like the man makes the title kind of thing. Yeah. And even when he has it, he's never on television. So when is it really a, a, a well-worthy title? And I think doing stuff like that, having like one WWE champion, a universal champion, a, a, a SmackDown tag champ, a Raw tag champ, it really dilutes everything. If you just have one main champion go on both brands, one tag team champion to go on both brands, one women's champion to go on both brands, it would totally solve so many problems with the WWE and that brand split thing, in my opinion. Yeah. And that, and that's something that, that AEW should not fall into the trap to of, of having all these titles. I know people want to talk about six man tag titles, women tag titles. No, I honestly believe they do not need any more belts. Stick with just the AEW championship the TNT championship, the tag titles in the women's championship. And that's it. Because when you start bringing more and more titles, it makes the titles that you already have more and more meaningless, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I agree. And you have to also consider, like, look what they're doing with Cody right now, carrying the TNT championship. Longer title reigns to me, especially with a guy who's going to go out there and defend the title on a weekly basis, to me, in my opinion, makes that title mean more meaningful and more prestigious. If you have a top contender that can go out there and beat everybody 
until somebody comes out and beats him, you have to establish that title in order for that next person to carry that title and for it to be meaningful. If it's like a hot potato, like, you know, some of the people were critical of WWE quite a few years ago about the Intercontinental Championship just more or less being a prop being passed back and forth, the WWE Heavyweight Championship, whichever, most titles in the WWE for quite some time, I guess mostly during the Ruthless Aggression era, the titles got passed back and forth really for no reason. It was Even the Attitude Era. The Attitude Era got passed around a lot. Like Austin dropped it to Kane and then the next night got it back. You know, or that yeah. triple threat match yep. after SummerSlam and then uh, Triple H wins it. So, you know, stuff like that happened all the time. And, and those things are going to happen. You can't expect every person to have the title and hold it for, you know, a couple of years. But going back to the 80s or even before that, you had guys that held the title for literally, you know, five, 10, however many years, especially in specific territories. I think Bruno San Martino held the title for I don't seven know, years, 20, seven years. Bob Backlund, I think, had like a 20-plus year or something like five that. Five years. I don't know off the top of my head. Five years. Five? Wasn't it longer than that? Okay. No, well, it's only either, five. Either way. Okay, five years. But um, just as an example, like those guys were holding the title for quite some time, and you're going to have your transitional champions, like if you want to point out, like a Jinder Mahal. Like there's guys that can literally take that title and elevate it to the next level. And there's guys that are just, you know, you want to take a risk on and you want to give them the title and maybe they're just not ready for something like that. JBL is a guy that comes to mind because a lot of people didn't necessarily take JBL seriously when he was transitioning into that character or even if he was acting as himself. But whether people want to admit this or not, when he was a champion, he really kind of came into his own and became one of the better heels, especially at that time. So it's really on the guy that's got the belt that's carrying the title to take advantage of his opportunities when he's in that position to help establish it um, and help cement the pres- how, how much prestige that title is going to carry right now. I like what AEW is doing by the keeping, whether it's the heavyweight championship or whether it's the TNT title. I know people are so anxious to see Cody take, have that title taken off of him, but I say, keep it on him for a while, build it up, make it prestigious, let him run with it for a little bit. And then when somebody decides or when they decide that they're going to take it off of him and it's a younger guy, hopefully that takes it off of him. It'll be that much more meaningful. It'll be that much more impactful for that person to carry the title. Yeah, I agree. I think the one thing that I really like the most about AEW and the way they shape their, their titles is that the title is the story. Whereas you can look at WWE. Now the WWE championship, Randy Orton and McIntyre at SummerSlam, that story is basically about the WWE championship and yes, the evolve um, resurrection of the legend killer, Randy Orton, but it's all about getting that title to solidify him back as the legend killer. Whereas on SmackDown, you have Braun and Bray that story. Yes. It's for the universal championship, but that doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't need the universal championship to tell that story in AEW. It's all about, okay, who's next for Moxley? Brian Cage. Okay, now that Moxley took care of him, who's next? MJF. It's always about, I want to win the championship because I want to represent the brand. I want to, you know, be the best. And the only way you could be the best is win the championship. Roman Reigns could be the best in WWE and they could push him like that without having a title. That's the huge difference here. And when you have this FTW championship, you're you're padding a resume that doesn't necessarily prove anything. And that's what I think is the problem with having that FTW championship and kind of the problem that they had with the million dollar championship and all these other titles that they, you know, they just 
they make just to pad a resume. And that to me is meaningless. Or they give a title to a guy just because it pads his resume. Oh, he's a former Intercontinental Champion. So when someone beats him, it makes it more impactful. Not really. Like if Zach, if people beat Zach Ryder, yeah, he's a former Intercontinental Champion, but he only had the belt for 24 hours. Is that right. really is that really saying anything about him as the Intercontinental Champion? Not not really. It kind of no. devalues it a little bit. But using Zack Ryder as an example, I don't I, I wouldn't go far as to say it's meaningless as saying, you know, in some cases it's more or less just a prop to get people interested. So Zack Ryder as an example, I mean he used to carry around that that uh internet what, what championship. Inter- internet championship, YouTube champion, whatever it was. And granted, I mean they never necessarily recognized that title and he never certainly never defended it, but that's what got him over, you know. So so like I said, it doesn't necessarily have to be this big prestigious thing as long as it's something that can get people interested and draw intrigue. Like sometimes you need something like that to draw the people in very much like the million dollar man. I think that might be the best example of a prop type championship, if you want to consider that or the hardcore championship. But with the million dollar man, I mean, it's just so fitting to have this guy who is so greedy, so above above everything that he literally just goes out there, buys a title and says, yep, this is this is the gold standard. This is the million dollar title. Look at, look at how prestigious it is. And it helps establish him. Right. So I I don't think it's, I think it's meaningless in the sense that it doesn't hold the prestige, like your recognized heavyweight championships, intercontinental championships. Like it's not meant to be that level, but I think those type of championships, whether it's the million dollar title or the FTW championship, they serve a purpose. And if used correctly, it can work. Right. As long as you're not using it like a 24-7 championship, which I think most people probably would agree, that's kind of a wasted championship, unless you're into that. But I, I certainly am not. I mean, they're adding a little bit of prestige to it by incorporating storylines to it. But I agree. Yeah, the 24-7 championship is pretty com- comical. And really, unless R-Truth has it, there's really no purpose for it, really. And, and the FTW championship, it's like, well, you have the AEW championship and the TNT championship. So where does this line in like, how like the level of it is it is it at the same level as AEW and TNT or is this a mid-card title and when you got Cody Rhodes saying that he doesn't believe in mid-card titles what does that say for this belt you know if if he's yeah. saying if it's a mid-card title and he doesn't believe in mid-card titles then that that kind of hurts the value of it too but i don't well, know maybe we're just overthinking this no i i don't think you're overthinking it but i do i do think you bring up an interesting point i don't have any problem with a quote unquote mid tar mid card uh championship being promoted as a top tier title, especially a guy like Cody, because again, if you think back to history, there has been times where the Intercontinental Champion has taken on the heavyweight champion and beaten him. Yep. You know, so uh back in the eighties, I think it was common knowledge to most people the biggest star always had the heavyweight championship, but the best worker had the Intercontinental Championship. Right. And that was probably the case until the ultimate challenge and then you had Ultimate Warrior versus Hogan. But again, the guy makes the title. Ultimate Warrior holding that championship going over Hogan. That was a huge moment. I literally just watched that match. What was that? This week I te- I sent it to you? Yeah, this weekend. And the crowd was just so invested in it. And, you know, two guys that were just so over at that time, you hardly see that in wrestling anymore, yeah. if ever. I don't. I mean, two guys over to that extent that are a clash of champions. So it's to me, it's uh, I, I, like I, I'm always going to be a guy that's going to say that the guy's supposed to make the championship and in some circumstances, creative should be there to keep people intrigued and bought well, in. 
Well, so far, AEW, I think they've used their talent right to help build their championships with Jericho, with Moxley, with Cody. And even the tag team titles have been very well booked. And the women's championship, that might be the only one that is an issue. But everyone has an issue with the women's division right now. If If I were to ask you, what's the most prestigious title? If I were to give you the top three, what would you say? Top three, I would say IWGP Heavyweight Championship. I would say the AEW Championship. And I would say the WWE Championship. Right now. Those would be the three most prestigious. Now, you could also throw in there the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship with Nick Aldis. But I think NWA right now is not big enough for people to really recognize it as a top-tier championship. Aldis is doing a great job with it and making the title meaningful again. But I don't think right now it's as prestigious as those three. Would you rate uh, McIntyre's reign over Adam Cole's since you have that rated higher? Well, match quality, no. Adam Cole had some great matches with the NXT Championship. But, again, you're talking about a developmental championship being more prestigious than the main title of the of the biggest company in the world. Sounds so, like a poll. It does sound like a poll. I'm sure we'll put that in the community page. So if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you do. We talk about news, reviews, and conversations, all things pro wrestling. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. What makes a title prestigious? And don't forget to share us all over social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, SCPB Podcast. For Al Valenti, my name is Michael Valenti. Thank you for watching the Squared Circle Psychobabble.